Come to this. Again. It always does. Here we are. Back at it. <laughs> never back gonna, in never gonna stop. Back in the Shackleford Studios. <laughs> yeah. Never gonna stop. Never gonna stop leaving my keys in my car. Never gonna stop <laughs> recording this podcast. Never stop, never Two things stop. Things that I stick to. Uh yeah, we're back. This is uh, I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is our podcast about movies. Yes. Uh, we are doing a lot of horror movies and genre movies lately, and uh, this is another one. Always, so. forever, <laughs> but Deal especially October. Uh, yeah, especially now. Um, yeah, this maybe we'll just release this as a special edition on, on Halloween. Ooh. We don't usually do that, but uh, that's it's the season. It is the season. Uh, anyways, we are talking about an Italian horror movie, maybe our first this of this series. This might be series. our first. I can't remember. Our first that we've spoken show, about yeah. for a podcast. No, remember, we now actually outrageous. have enough episodes that I don't remember all of <laughs> exactly. the episodes that we've recorded. Not off the top of my head. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is The Beyond. The Beyond. Lucio Fulci's from uh, 1982? 81, 81 on the IMDb. 81. Yeah, right? we'll say uh, IMDb. The same year right. as, the, uh, as The Evil Dead. Same year as our last episode, The Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah kind of. A, uh, we saw this as a double feature with The Evil Dead recently. Mm-hmm. And man, there was a lot of striking similarities, actually. Actually, yes. <laughs> We got uh, more to, than I more than I thought. I, I give Neil credit for uh, pairing those two movies because it was pretty brilliant. Actually, two that I hadn't uh, put together before right, that you would normally put together, uh, maybe. even though I'd seen both uh, uh, more than once before. Yeah, uh, cool pairing. Cool pairing, and I think this was my first time seeing it. I, I don't remember having seen this one before. I've seen a few Fulci's. Uh, we've done a, our share of. We've Italian seen more. We've seen more Argento or, together, uh, Giallo kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, I, we definitely I, hit up G- Argento more in the group. We've seen a lot of Argento. I've seen. Uh, we were talking about demons earlier, which is uh, Bava. Maybe? Yeah, Lamberto Bava. Lamberto Bava, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my favorites. And Fulci's best known for Zombie, I would think. I would think so, but um, Beyond might be his second most known. I think. Zo- I would think Zombie is ah, probably neck and neck. City of the Living Dead. City of the Living Dead and House by the Cemetery, House by the Cemetery? Are, are big, but I think it would have to be The Beyond or Zombie. I could see that. Uh, the Beyond, I do not love as much as those other four, mm. um, but it's so uniquely trashy <laughs> and, yeah. and beautiful and awesome to listen to that I can't help but you know still be way, way into it. Yeah. I uh, love, I, for Fulci, I love Zombie. Uh, I love the whole vibe of zombie. I love the islands zombie. I love that it's in New York for some reason at a couple sure. times. Yeah, I love the ending where they're all <laughs> on the bridge there. Yeah, and uh, I love the big fat boat zombie. Oh yeah, and oh great zombies. And it has a zombie fighting a shark. Oh, iconic. And it has that Fulci staple that we'll talk about a few times with Beyond of one of the worst eye gouging in cinema history. This Jeez. guy, this guy knows how to make you squirm. 
Oh yeah, um, this is I, a squirmy movie. This man. is one of the few movies uh, in my recent memory, at least, that I've had to look away from the screen while shit was going down. <laughs> yeah, ever when so it's briefly. Like, yeah, when it's just like, oh Jesus, God, no. Uh, <laughs> it's rough at times, but uh, it's a cool, just bizarre movie, though. It's a weird, it was one, a strange man. one, and for not knowing really anything about it going in, I was very much like. I had no idea where this thing was going at any time. I don't honestly know if Fulci always totally knows <laughs> where right. uh, it's going. Sometimes there are uh, a Fulci thing that is more about the visual oh, than yeah. uh, you know than the actual. This movie was definitely about uh, the atmosphere, mm-hmm. the music. Uh, it <sighs> takes it, it's uh, again Italian movie, scores, but uh, oh, you're talking scores. Uh, the, the, sorry, <laughs> through, now I distracted huh? myself. Uh, the uh, yeah, the movie takes place in Louisiana. It's uh, in New Orleans. Yeah, that's a cool setting and, for these Italian. Which was unexpected movies. to me right off the bat. The the Italian movie is taking place in New Orleans. Yeah, uh, either which they... is French Creole territory. So yeah, uh, yeah right. Uh, but... And I mean, most Italian movies of this era are taking place in New York. Sure, because they were obsessed with New York on film, apparently, mm. and or just you know. Italy, right? <laughs> so you yeah. know, you know, makes sense. Where they're at, yeah. Uh, but and so, yeah, we already get the cool Louisiana swamp locale for an Italian. And play. this thing also opens in like 1920 with this really oh, yeah. cool sepia tone, mm-hmm. which for me to say cool and then sepia tone <laughs> after it, right? You're hitting it. Shouldn't shouldn't work, but uh, <laughs> it's got this old grimy kind of like yellowed paper look to it while you're seeing this film and uh it starts with this group uh basically vigilantes coming down the bayou yeah and uh they raid this guy's house and uh, it's a hotel and uh, actually but they they go to the guy's room and just beat the crap out of him and, and kill him <laughs> in the basement and uh it's hinted at that they think he's a demon or a, a warlock or something yeah. right they think he's a bad dude a um, summoner Yes, yes, and uh, that's kind of what the movie plays off of that for the rest of the time. You're you're trying to figure out if there's some sort of portal to hell, or yeah. if there's uh, some sort of curse on this house. It's one of my, like I like, really didn't know what was going on sure. the whole time, like what was supposed to be happening. But yeah, just uh, just right <laughs> off the bat, the very first piece of gore in the thing where he strikes the guy across the face was just yeah, woof, harsh yeah, stuff cuts deep. In these Fulci movies, man, guys are getting big old wounds. It's, like, and it's not cartoonish. It, no, uh, there was the uh, pretty soon after that they nail him to the wall. Oh yeah, and man, it was just, it was bonkers how just visceral it was. <laughs> like, and we had just watched The Evil Dead, right? And you're watching limbs get torn apart and hacked apart. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm loving it. And then I'm watching this guy, like, whoa, woof. The gore effects in Fulci movies are gross it's out of and control. just full eye eyesight of it they're all happening just yeah. on all on the screen you know like right so they it look, doesn't look away it doesn't leave anything to the imagination in fact one thing i love about the beyond that i think for kind of being a legendary cult movie you know amongst like horror film nuts yeah it doesn't have mainstream cult appeal you know, no. like Evil Dead would have. Right. And so we started the night with Evil Dead. And then as happens just at cult showings in general, we get 
like half the crew leaving in between movies. So if people it, just can't handle the two movies. If it's I? something like a popular movie, especially like Evil Dead, yeah, uh, people you get a lot more people who come that maybe aren't there every other week, and then half those people maybe leave or whatever. Yeah, um, a lot of people came just because they wanted. It's a to see Thursday, the Evil Dead. you know. People got to get up. Yeah, a lot of people that aren't regulars clearly just coming out to see yeah. Evil Dead, and so we get a remaining crowd who. You can tell mostly wasn't not knowing what they would expect right. going into a full. They had no idea. They, a lot, of, a lot of them could have possibly not seen Italian horror movies. <laughs> That's what the reaction felt like. A lot of people seeing uh, some gross shit they weren't expecting <laughs> on seeing, but then also having long shots of just people staring at each other while like a full Fabio Frizzi suite plays. Right. Yeah. And uh, so it's this weird gothic masterpiece theater vibe with the goopiest, splatteriest, violentest uh, That's a great killing. way to put it. Yeah. It's so weird. And I think a lot of people were like had a Krusty the Clown watching like Worker and Parasite <laughs> and doing like a, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, I think this was a lot of people's jumping in point at Italian Horror. And it's a guy. It's crazy to be a jumping off point. It's one of the crazier uh, giallo-type Italian yeah. horror movies I've ever seen. Like I said, we've seen a lot of Argento. You, you don't really go into this thing expecting it to make a, a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But it was just so bizarrely done. And the, a lot of timing was very strange, I think. Yeah. Compared, compared to the, the pace that we had just been on for Evil Dead, it's a much slower pace. It's a much more... Um, People talk really slowly in this movie. Yeah. And a Fulci thing that I... So this has two, uh, one horror staple that I really like and one Fulci staple that I really like. All right. I love the horror movies about a house that just happens to have had the worst shit ever happen to <laughs> it. And some family's just like, we got a house. And it's like, oh. Right. You picked one of the house, one of the seven gateways of hell. Seven. There's seven. There's a single digit number a, of them. There's a billion places on this planet you could have chosen to live. And by and sheer you've inherited one dumb of the lottery seven. luck, seven of billions, you're yeah. on a gateway to hell. Way to go. That's so that's the uh, the Amityville uh, yeah. plot, right? The the you evil didn't haunted say house. This was born ancient. <laughs> Well, I didn't hear it. (laughs) So I love that. I love the just like, oh, you wouldn't believe my week. (laughs) I inherited this house, but. And and going beyond like, oh, there's a ghost in it or it's haunted. Like, no, it's it's a gateway. Yeah. To hell. Worse than just the haunted shitty like where the answer is always just, well, you just should have left. Yes, the ghost exactly. was literally just asking for peace. Just wanted you to go and away. And you were like, "Look, we already moved across the block. <laughs> we're staying." And so this was just a gateway to hell, which is worse than a bugged ghost. I think so. And we got. I think uh, we can agree. We got a Catriona McCall, yeah, as the lead, who is a Fulci regular. She She's is in City of, City of the Living Dead, uh, House by the Cemetery, and she's great. But the Fulci trope that I love—it's mm. in like every Fulci movie, and it's got to be some weird American translation or something. 
is everybody always says each other's names a lot oh. <laughs> when they're talking to each other. <laughs> Everybody's always referring like to somebody like they're getting their attention in a crowded room. Right. Like I haven't said Charlie at all today because <laughs> I know you. But, and we're talking to each other. And we're just talking to each other room. already. Yeah. But everybody keeps using first names. <laughs> like in House by the Cemetery, the little kid who's in the whole movie, his name's Bob. Ugh. Which what? is weird. So that already reads like a, like, a, hey, what's an American name? Bob? Cool. The kid's Bob. And they say the word Bob like 40 times. Constantly calling Bob. And then in this movie, we get a dog named Dicky, <laughs> like the word Dicky gets said like fifteen times in a minute. Screamed, not just said. Screamed she in terror. Just yelling this name, Dicky. Oh my god! Like everybody's just saying constant first names in these movies. That's so funny. Nobody talks the way they do I bet, in a I, Fulci movie. That, that feels like like a screenwriting like uh, trick. You know, yeah. it's like, well, we got to fill out a hundred pages of script here. <laughs> it feels like let's the, start every sentence it with feels the like the name. opening. That's a that's a word every other page we got. The opening car ride in Evil Dead, when there's like four different lines in a row, it's like that'll be fun if we. Yes, that will be fun. If we, <laughs> I'm gonna have a fun time. Like ooh, we're working the kinks out here, people. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. But yeah, there's such a weird vocal pattern in all these, and I know. We know that the Italian movies are filmed with everybody speaking different languages. Right. And then they dub it into one language afterwards. That was definitely, I think, something that was hurting a lot of people's reaction to this movie was the, the kind of, not bad dubbing, but yeah, the it's hard to watch someone's lips not sync up <laughs> yeah. to the words when it's the other put. person's lips do sync up to the words, but not the guy on the right, but the guy on the left is, yeah, it's a... Uh, it that Tower of Babel that they called it. Right? Uh, the, and I think so. A lot of people were just confused about what they were getting. Because, again, as we said, you can't just die in a Fulci movie. Your death has to be as long as the Fabio Fritzi song scoring oh, that man. scene is. So if that, well, we still got four and a half minutes to go. You're going to have your throat slashed for four and a half yep. minutes. Yeah. Like he fills the time with or, the or length of a kill. You're going to have the hand reaching into your eye socket for the four and a half minutes is kind of what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it starts with that opening scene where they just are just beating this dude for the whole... <laughs> yeah. The whole time, I'm like, he's he, still alive. And then, like, walling him into his dungeon in, yeah. like, real time. Real time dungeon walling. And then, uh, yeah, then I guess the first kill is uh, maybe the, the plumber. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we Joe come back to modern t- I like the plumber guy. Oh, man. That's a good character. Good guy. Good, good, good guy. guy. He's a good guy. He looked, to me, just like... Uh, Christopher Maloney in uh, dude, he's he's Gene in, in, yeah, Wet, Hot in Wet Hot American Summer. American Summer, right? Okay, good. It wasn't just me. No, I think he looked exactly the same as Christopher Maloney. It was that's perfect. A, it was crazy, man. Yeah. So but, that's that's that guy. I mean, so much so that I it feels like one of those they couldn't have been right. reference. They couldn't have gotten inspired by... Down to the bandana and overhauls and everything, yeah. Dude, the, like, belly shirt kind of... Like, <laughs> dude, he was straight up Gene. Same goatee. So funny. So it was great. And since Gene is 
is a gift from the heavens. <laughs> that already puts this movie off to a great. Yeah. Joe is cool. Joe, yeah. And Gene in his non camp gig <laughs> of just plumbing. But yeah, so it's it's a cool way. Like a plumber unwittingly opens up this uh, gateway to hell. Yeah, which he's is the one that does it. By uh, idiot. Ugh, but uh, everything in the basement of this place, it's this old gothic Louisiana mansion that was used as an inn. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And the woman, yeah, she's got the typical inherited. Uh, yeah, she inherits haunted house it. She, she, problems. Yeah, exactly. She even says, like, look, I don't got the money to fix. I need this place to work. Like, this mm-hmm. this has been a, this has been, this place could get me out of a couple jams. It's kind of yeah. interesting that they made her, like, a character who's from New York and leaves this life in New York to, to uh, yeah. do this thing in Louisiana. It's almost like Fulci's taking what he was doing in New York and transports it there but yeah she's yeah she's trying to rebuild this place make it work she's got a bunch of creeps working for her jeez uh, weird crew weird crew house. man and that's another thing the, when there was stuff that was i think supposed to be humorous mm-hmm. i think the audience still was confused on how to react to things because of some of the especially with the slow-witted right helper right it was just like who is this guy <laughs> <laughs> like what is this thing who is exactly. This Why is he here? Yeah. yeah, she's like stuck with these employees, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, no, you're not. You could yeah. just get rid of them. You could tell them to take a fucking hike. Yeah. So I think there's such this this strong vibe in the room of like, how are these people? What are they talking about? And then while they're wondering what somebody's talking about, then you get like a seven minute death scene. Yeah, <laughs> like that's all it is. Back and forth, just even, like even the guy who falls off the scaffolding. It's like takes forever for it to happen people He's are just slowly in. losing their footing He's just walking and... backwards to the edge of the scaffolding slowly sl- ah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and the whole time it's just this operatic like <laughs> and yeah it takes the time for every person to like look that way and see the horror you know oh just, dude oh my god i love the giallo zoom in on face reaction (laughs) look that's so in these like gorgeous saturated colors like in all the giallo movies you get these just close-ups on horrified faces reacting (laughs) and oh man and we so we just mentioned the score the fabio frizzi score yeah it is a spectacular score it's a ridiculous score because sometimes you're just seeing these people like staring death in the face for several minutes at a time <laughs> like just frozen while something is approaching them or they're getting circled or exactly. something and this score is just booming and so intense and so <laughs> like op- this huge angelic operatic uh it's so crazy and yeah. i think a lot of people were just like what the hell have i stepped <laughs> into and i died so it added this whole vibe to the room. Fulci's scores uh, with Fritzi mm-hmm. are so cool. Uh, the zon- I s- I've seen Fritzi do like a live. Uh, oh, yeah. Not yeah. a live scoring, which they're doing in December. Yeah, you were telling me he's doing a full live score of The Beyond. Yeah. So I think he's actually screening it while the movie, you know, the screening would, the movie and then playing so. along to it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's done tours where he's played kind of the greatest hits or he's played yeah, some he's, other soundtracks. He's done a Fritzi 2 Fulci tour which is him playing all music from two free seats two full uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> including a western or two 
oh. that they did together. Sure. So, like, it was a cool mix of all the cool Fritzy scores. And Love the Zombie score has one of my favorite horror themes ever, the mm. zombie theme. And, yeah, just all of them, House Best Cemetery, like, they're all cool. And the Beyond is a famous one. And it's just absurd and glorious and yeah. in your in your ears about it. And it really adds such a bizarre dimension to these long, long deaths. And that's when we got encountered with something pretty special. <laughs> which might be the first time we've actually seen this mm. in a cult viewing. And you were very excited about it. You leaned into me at a certain point and said, we're getting walkouts. <laughs> oh, yes. We got a lot of walkouts for the Beyond. People were a little put off by some of these extended deaths in the Beyond, and we've never seen this level of right. walkout. Yeah, like like you were saying, we usually see the crowd thin out in the intermission between the two movies. Yeah, there's like 10-minute break Because, again, it's Thursday. It's approaching 9 o'clock at this point. People got lives. But, yeah, we got a lot of people in groups of two to four throughout the movie not there wasn't one specific scene <laughs> there was one bigger scene there was there was a few well there was like in my opinion there was like three big scenes that got people to walk out yes and they all involved eyes yep. leaving the face yeah. which i love one person i can't then blame people three for, of them yeah. and they were like this is i do not want a fourth <laughs> now you've gone too far yeah. they all came after the eyeball stuff and so you know the first group that left was like nope not doing uh, eyeball no, things. Mm-hmm. And then the other people were just like, well, they aren't going to do another eyeball scene. <laughs> well, and then was, the next pretty rough. And then, then the worst eyeball scene happens and they're like, surely they can't do a third <laughs> eyeball scene. Yeah. That's, that's, and then after the happened. third, they were like, nope, <laughs> you have crossed my personal eyeball gore scene. Yes. I think, and, and you know, like you were saying, you could tell the, the mood in the room. Watching Evil Dead, the mood in the room was joyous, you know, yeah. loving People every minute. People were so happy to be the there. The mood in the room in the beyond was genuine discomfort. <laughs> For a lot of people, yeah, squirming, and I get that's the way I because that's what I was doing. I was, I was too. I was like fist, like <laughs> in the mouth, kind of like. Argh. Well, again, he really lets you. Fulci really fleshes these movies out by letting you become fully aware of how someone's gonna die Mm -hmm. and you're all watching it and the person who's happening to they know they can't stop it so it's oh that woman getting slowly walked back of head first towards a gigantic nail exactly where that's going apparently not exactly where because that (laughs) guy who already saw two eyeball scenes (laughs) now gets to see a woman's eyeball punched out from the back of her head by a nail just blap eyeball flying outwards and that's uh that was enough for them that was it oh yeah you get to see her getting walked backwards yeah you see the nail you get constant close-ups of her face seeing the nail it's all these horrified close-ups then a close-up on the thing that they're gonna be murdered on yeah that's a staple of those movies too. The the movie I'm thinking of that it's not coming to me, but the woman who's slowly getting the shard of wood. That's closer. zombie. That is zombie, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah. broken wood door. Exactly, and, she's and then the, just shunk. her head pulled towards. Yeah, yeah. eyeball first kind towards the same, this thing. Yeah, flip Ex- coin of that, but exact uh, same. Yeah, this the deaths were hardcore in this movie. Um, the one that 
I think everybody would agree that I think we got the biggest walkout was the tarantula death. Yeah. Because, oh my God. I, this is probably was, one of the more iconic deaths that, in horror cinema. This, uh, that Josh would have walked out. We know people who would have walked out. Josh would have left this, our house. Yeah. If this, uh, if, if this was like on. at a movie like, night or something. He left yeah. on a movie day. I yeah, think. yeah. I don't, that, that, I don't think he would have stayed in the room. I think he would have left. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, a lot of people, when the tarantula, so this guy basically falls and is paralyzed, but still alive. Yeah. And then. Takes a, takes a big fall. Uh, some tarantulas mosey on over. <laughs> Suddenly there's 20 spiders. moseying over to him. Strutting to this fresh kill. And uh, they, apparently tarantulas eat flesh. Oh. Man. And apparently the flesh that they want to eat is the eyeball and tongue flesh. Oh god, these it's I, this was the moment where I had to briefly look away because so, um Yeah, I got like an agreement it's freaking to, it's just awful. I got an agreement with my cat, Tacos, <laughs> who like oh, we've all got yeah, right, with the pets. It's like, man, you're gonna just eat my face. Mm-hmm. Like the second you have control over this situation. You're eating my face. In many animal circles, the eyes are a delicacy. Yeah, I, yeah. Right. I mean, that seems like Animals the consensus. Animals are checking these eyeballs. They're out. going. They're those are the moist bits. <laughs> yeah, you know. That is Why would you want to cut to... through skin yeah. and like eat rubbery muscle? That's probably uh, no these good. Go- these squishy, well, soft human, eyeballs. Yeah, we're lean. It's not good meat, but the eyes. Yeah, mm, it's just awful. Cause... That that nose cartilage, tongue meat. Yeah, Ugh. and so these spiders. <laughs> These fuzzy little spiders. Oh, man. You get a spider approach scene from like a POV. The guy's like laying on his side and he looks over and there's just an army of spiders. Ground level view strutting their stuff towards him. That scene takes about uh, 25 minutes (laughs) for them to come over. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The spiders, we do some real time. While the score is just upping itself. Oh, the score is getting louder and and more intense. No, no. And. Man, the thing that really fucked me up in that scene though, <laughs> was the fake spiders that were in the background. That was like, yeah. So there was these spiders that were clearly real tarantulas walking, totally. And then in the background, you'd have like this paper mache spider, <laughs> just kind of jerky, jerky dance, just kind of jerking left and right. <laughs> and it was like those were much worse for me looking at those guys. I was like, what is that? What is that in the back? That's not right. That's not a real spider. And then you would see those, like, cl- just in every scene, cl- closer and closer. And then at one point, it's, like, on the guy's chest. Just they, like, The spiders started oh crawling God. from his legs and crawled up his body. Nobody, None of the spiders were just like, I'm just going to start at the Be- face. I think we're getting walkouts on this podcast right <laughs> now know. because of the spider People talk. were leaving in droves, man. That, one, that was the one where I think it. the big group, there was, like, a big group in the front. Like, six people were just, like. Yeah, they were done. Like, Silently, we just all agreed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because oh, you had man. spiders, which I didn't even think this was the thing spiders did. And if they don't, I'm still gonna assume they do from now on. Oh, I where have the spiders to. are just tearing flesh off this guy, yeah, eating his lips. That's not how I imagined it going down. No, man. I thought it was just a puncture oh. spider wound. Yeah, but no, these, these guys spiders are just eating him. They're grabbing on and just pulling. Just yeah, just pulling yanking at that skin flesh. and flesh and. uh Listener, they do it to the eyes, the tongue, the guy, nose. The spider goes deep in that eye socket, and you and just get like, a close-up, unbroken in the visual. Mouth, it's like, can you imagine anything oh, more terrifying in the mouth is... than you're paralyzed and a s- giant spider just crawls into your mouth? <laughs> yeah. 
This scene is messed the up. Fuck, man. This scene is messed up. And again, 25 minutes <laughs> this thing goes on. It <laughs> is laborious. This is a third of the runtime is this spider <laughs> murder. Um, but no, we got, I'd say after that scene was the peak, we got eight to ten walkouts. Damn. And the timing so couldn't funny. have been, it couldn't have been like, well, it's 10 o'clock, so... It's tr- it was truly one of the worst things. Again, I had to literally just look away when they're pulling the eyeball they out of the out psych. Of his, oh, uh, gosh. Sp- I mean, guys, I'm letting the imagination run wild here, but Fulci does not. He shows you every second of this action in extreme close-up. Yeah. We've got... It should be illegal. In this no. <laughs> movie, it's awful. you get like three, a couple of three-minute-plus dying from acid sure shots. oh yeah just uh, having acid fall on you and just oh, a yeah. person dissolving for a while yeah the acid so is we, tough we, the acid is yeah, tough we get full just hey uh, let's have some real time acid dissolve murder sure. and, and then also real time young daughter discovering the acid oh, that and, girl's and face. having to step away from this encroaching acid that's coming at her uh yeah all in real the time the mixture of blood and acid Oh, man. That's filling up the floor rapidly. Uh, and this girl, oh, man. And we get all these great shots of the people with their white contact lenses. Sure. That's probably the most possessed. famous kind of image of the movie. Yeah, sure. the, the, the blind girl and, of course, her dog, Dickie. Dickie got his name set. He must have had it written into his contract. Like <laughs> the, the name Dickie must appear 20 times. in the, Like yeah. he's in the movie for like four minutes. How are yeah. we going to do this? Just ever scream... Oh, gosh. You were dying. You went into... I could tell, (laughs) sitting next to you, you would go from being, like, uncomfortably, like, into it, and, like, I don't know if scared's the right word, but definitely it's getting a reaction. I was clenched. Yeah. Most of this movie. And then you would be laughing hard at something (laughs) like this. This woman, this blind woman's death scene, where these zombies and demons are approaching her, and she's just giving instructions to her dog for this shrieking two minutes. Dicky, Dicky, get him, get them, Dickie. get him, Dicky! Don't let them get me, Dicky, <laughs> Dicky! Every sentence began and ended with Dicky. Yeah, for, yeah, for this woman's uh, just screaming, <laughs> you plaintive were like cries. Dying. It was pretty funny. Dicky oh, was pretty. funny. And the crowd was so confused at this point because they just nobody could understand the tone right. of this movie. And there's, that's one of, I guess that's one of the, one of the things I love most about all the Italian movies, of, the Italian genre movies mm-hmm. that we've watched is just how like, oh, hey, sometimes things are not going to make sense. <laughs> and we oh, are just no. enjoy. it's so much of an experience. I love when we saw uh, 1990 Bronx Warriors. Sure. And the dude doing the score is just in the frame. Yeah. Just on the, in the location, just doing his live drum that's score. That's funny. And it's like, wait, that was just a guy that was there? That was just a guy. They used it. And it's such a weird, like, you know what? That take was good enough. Yeah. And you get a lot of that vibe, even in the most professional stuff. And it's such a cool, like, batshit, crazy it's experience. Bat shit. But this movie totally is just, it, it starts out like, again, gateway to hell. Uh, the blind woman, you can't figure out if she's alive or dead. So yeah. there's like this ghost aspect to it. Again, you're in New Orleans, so you're kind of thinking ghost voodoo. Mm-hmm. You're thinking... And then, and then about halfway through, it turns into a zombie movie. Yeah, and yeah, at the end is really like similar to like 
basically like reanimate bas- yeah it's lifted ba- that right uh, yeah it, it turns into a pretty standard slow moving zombie movie and yeah they're in a suddenly they're in a cramped hospital location uh right it's weird it seems like he literally like leaves the house and then they're both just in this hospital <laughs> like yeah at, at that point you're like not really trying to follow like, it anymore it's gateway to hell he finds a book again you know that of maybe another book of the dead kind of a thing yeah there's a similar vibe there and but yeah uh the final zombie stuff I, I kind of want to talk about because this guy who's the you know kind of hero of the story, the the doctor, mm-hmm. who um, they always get in these foreign movies. That's why I loved uh, Tenebrae. Mm-hmm. When we saw that because it has John Saxon right in right. the this guy role. Because totally. every other Italian movie we have is just a guy who's like, give me a John Saxon type. Give me a Saxon type. <laughs> and then, yeah, this so is Tenebrae. David- we actually got. Uh, the actual John Saxon. David Warbeck uh, is the is the Saxon in this one. Yeah, he's good. It's always that guy with like the short parted hair. Yeah, and like a members only cut leather jacket. Totally. <laughs> like, but he's like the hero doctor. But uh, so at the end scene though, they're trying to flee these slow moving zombies. Mm-hmm. This guy's got a gun. He found a revolver or something somewhere. Yeah. So he's shooting these zombies, and if you know anything about horror movies, you know that the only way to kill a zombie is Right through shooting it in the head. Oh, the shooting him in the head. The is that the way to kill? In this I thought movie, it was like this guy, where you just shoot wildly into groins and chest. This guy shoots everyone right in the stomach. Yeah, every he zombie purposely aims for stomach. He's he's between you and me, maybe three feet. He's yeah, between you and me, and he's shooting the zombie left chest, right chest. But every time he shoots him in the head, they fall immediately. And every time he shoots them not in the head, they keep coming. And he never figures it no, out. No, he's still he just, just like, if only I can figure... He, he doesn't know what... He doesn't make the correlation between shooting them in the head People just didn't make that in the pre-video game days of, of headshots. We're lucky, man. We, we, we know. We know. This guy's still like, I, just, I can't find any cause or correlation it, between these get shots. get it at all. Yeah, he really... Sure, when, when I blow off literally the top of their skull, they drop like a light. <laughs> when I pump four shots into their chest... They keep coming. Nothing. Yeah, I just could not. I, this guy weighs so much ammo. I was getting so frustrated at the end of that because he shoots about seven of these zombies here and there, but he only hits about four headshots, and it's like, just walk up to these things and shoot them in yeah. the head. You had it. They had were a, the slowest moving zombies I've ever they seen. They were very slow. These guys posed no real threat. No. They Clogging were, up a hallway. They weren't even reaching out to grab you. They were just kind of, yeah, shuffling uh, along. So I was, yeah. I was Man. very, I was very frustrated by this guy's lack of. He had a decent amount of ammo. He could have took out probably eighty <laughs> percent of those had, zombies. Yeah, he must have one had headshot. Twenty piece. shots. Yeah, yeah. He had a, a full pack. He wasn't ah full fr- clip. That was frustrating. So sorry. <laughs> this movie has so much crass gore, and then so much. It's so much of everything. Some of these Italian movies really just throw it all out there against the wall. But it's done with such purposeful style that it always works for me. It feels so inspired to be trashy. Mm. And you also get cute little moments like I loved the housemaid's weird little flirty relationship with Joe the Plumber. Sure, sure. Before both of them met fucking gruesome (laughs) on-screen long-ass deaths. We got to see them... uh, Having this kind of unspoken, flirty uh, relationship. Yeah. Between. Plumbers can get it, man. Yeah, man. Trust me. 
you know how to clean them pipes. I don't, I don't know anything about plumbing. That's uh, that's what their aprons say. <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, yeah. But so yeah, we have you ever gotten uh, walkouts in a flick before? Any movie that you've seen oh, that you could t- that you could not, uh, not, really tell was because of. I don't think so. Not so that, not even like not a movie like, mind. like this movie sucks so bad that I'm leaving or not just like this is so scary that I'm leaving. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember walking out of anything. Um, I guess we got the funny, what are you thinking, walk out during midsummer when that woman brought well, her like, yeah. brought her five. Well, yeah, you get you get hop ins and, and, and hop outs. No, that movie, she was clearly there to see it. And once that body hit the rock, oh, you think so? Oh, yeah that that woman couldn't get her kid out of there fast enough. Oh, the, yeah, that, the kid that was made for a sure. noise like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that counts. Uh, had, that's yeah, a you, walkout. You'll like see, that. yeah, you'll see a woman walking their kid out or something if something's too much. Maybe, um, yeah, this, but not like this. When not where literally when I saw Suspiria, the remake. People. Yeah, uh, well, not remake, but uh, the new one, the new one. Yeah, uh, during the. Opening 20 minutes, there's like a body horror scene. Mm. For those of you that haven't seen it, go see it. It's it's really awesome. It's very different from the original uh, in a cool way. Yeah. I love them both as their own thing. Go it's see on, it it's on the Amazon Prime, I yeah, want to say. it's on Prime. You haven't seen it, so hop, chop, chop. We can do uh, it. I'll get on we it. We can do it for the Suspiria episode. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do, yeah, that'd be a nice do a little comparison, Tandem. compare, contrast. But uh, there, so there's like a body horror, mm-hmm. pretty gruesome like 20 minutes in and it's the first thing anywhere approaching that yeah. kind of thing happening in the movie and there was a couple in their 60s they shot up Ooh. stood up straight in their seats they were like third row couldn't have walked out quicker hmm. that was immediately like not what we were expecting not what we bargained for yeah not how we're spending our saturday afternoon at the mall i could see that yeah i don't know if i've ever uh, noticed that i guess like i noticed it uh, watching the Beyond for sure. Beyond was the most people I've ever seen yeah. leaving a movie. And again, it, it had a lot of factors to it. <laughs> Mainly eyeball But gore. it's because of the eye stuff, guys. It's all the eye stuff. It was messed up. So this is all, again, one of the seven. Oof. Rough luck. Gateway to hell. Yeah. By the way, yeah, we've got zombies and stuff. we still got that gateway to hell to deal with. This movie threw <laughs> so many different violent potential things in there. And the gateway to hell itself, one of the eeriest portrayals of hell mm-hmm. we've seen. Just a bunch of stacked bodies and like a gray nothing. Yeah. It's like, kind of like the moors. It's all foggy. and mm-hmm. So basically what happens is the, this guy in the beginning of the movie is painting this painting. Mm-hmm. And Which then is cool. I guess, do they go through the painting at the end? Is that how they get there? Or they just go through the gateway as it Man, were. I couldn't but it's, it's it's kind of this cool reveal because they're running and it's like they're in the basement running from these creatures these zombies yeah. i don't even remember now how they get to the from the hospital to the house Here's the thing. but it's like this some is how this a, movie's going because all Italian of a sudden they're movies, just jumping around they do have they do a lot of dual location as all from the same location yeah you remember it must have been tenebrae where the guy's crawling around in like these passages in a house forever, and then they come out in like just a completely different location. Right. They have like a it seems like a thing in these Italian horror movies where you have a joined location. You know, 
a, a simultaneous location. Right. It seems or, suddenly like in the movie with no explanation, they were doing a combined hospital <laughs> with yeah. maybe, the inn, the Louisiana inn. Maybe the hospital just happened to be one of the other gates. You know, they just got super double unlucky. But yeah, Louisiana all of a just sudden, got effed with two of the gates. They're running and everything's dark around them. And there's this swirling smoke and then boom, they're in this... They're in the painting, as it were. They see this. Yeah. They see this desolate kind of uh, swampiness around them. They turn around. They see it again. It, it, it's like a nightmare. You're, they're trapped in a, like a dream, basically. At the end of this movie, maybe that's why the locations. You ever have a dream like that where you're just like in a location that's the house, but it's also school, but it's also sure. And it's like it felt very much like that, where all of a sudden you're just you don't know where you are. Yeah, completely, uh, just completely lost. And you really felt oh, that totally. at the end there. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, this kind of zombie direction gets turned into now this existential, <laughs> yeah. like, trapped in really hell taking thing. a lot of different moods in this. Man, exhausting. It is. It was a tiring <laughs> movie. And it felt like the people afterwards, the kind of reactions you were getting from the Leftovers crew was kind of a, huh, ah, yeah. like, we're here. We made it. Yeah, yeah it was through. it was a journey. To People were endure. just kind of like laughing to themselves in the the lobby afterwards, just like, well, all right. Uh, yeah, right. We've uh, but that, we've seen an Italian horror movie now. That scene really uh, at the end there, very effective, like dark, totally. grim closure to the whole thing that's kind of been jumping around with all these different you know uh, moods and different things happening. Then all of a sudden it's just like, oh right. Yeah, Hell. I, I, right. <laughs> the beyond it. what we were the getting beyond. to originally. Yeah. Yes, we should have expected it, but uh, yeah, yeah. This this really opened my eyes that uh, how much I love Fulci and Argento, and I love that Fulci is basically trashy Argento. Mm. He takes the all the artier aspects of Argento and kind of replicates them, but adds like a sleazier vibe to all the proceedings there's a there's a little bit of class to the sleaze in sure sure argento flicks or he's he puts on a little bit more of the air of the art house uh-huh kind of effect. he pays a lot more attention to colors well, i was gonna say right he's he's got these color palettes it's definitely more of a filmmaker's Moods. perspective yeah whereas fulci feels always feels like a yeah i can do those kind of movies and then you're getting these kind of sleazier, gorier, just trashier movies. Eye popping out of things. Move. Yeah, it, totally. It's like really take. He's like, well, I can also I be can totally that. gross <laughs> and grimy if I want to. Yeah. The movie the title is super appropriate. The Beyond, because you can mm. tell Fulci is clearly a guy who's like, yeah, somebody died this way, mm-hmm. but how about somebody dying this other way? Yeah, Beyond and good making taste, it longer. Maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this was a pretty famously banned. Flick oh, I can for imagine. a long time, yeah. and like I said, through our niche of people who have seen beyond the normal scope of cult horror, mm-hmm. uh, this one's not really a mainstream cult flick. Fulci yeah. really, I'd say this maybe this or Zombie, but probably Zombie is his most known. Yeah, because he's known that that zombie without the eye and the worm. That's pretty famous. That's a bit. pretty iconic image. And so a movie like Beyond is able to be like, oh, the Beyond is screening. It's still like mysterious, but it's not super right. known. Yeah. To the wider cult masses. It's a bit of a litmus test like, oh, you yeah. like horror? Yeah, yeah. Do you like horror? 
<laughs> yeah, and even if it's not my favorite Fulci movie, it's I like the lines that it crosses, and I love right. the presentation and the score. Yeah, I know this this Fritzy thing is like forty five bucks, and I just saw the Beyond, but it's like, ooh, I don't know, pretty cool, might be cool. Um, but yeah, it's if you haven't seen any Italian horror, I don't know that I'd start here. But right. where would you start? You got to dive in at uh, some point. You got to dive in. Uh, geez, where would you start if someone was like, I've never seen like a giallo or Italian horror film? I guess. Probably Suspiria. Suspiria, but even that's just so right? weird. It's so it's so shocking Maybe, uh, and different. Phenomena with uh, oh, Connelly. The original, not the Creepers version. Yeah. The original Italian I mean, release. Phenomena is that excellent. One. That might, you know, that might be a but good it spot. Does, it, but it's not as full on I feel Euro like even uh, with Argento, Deep Red, I think I saw before we ever watched Suspiria. Yeah, I think and you're right. That was a that was a great one to watch. Deep Red would be a cool one. I Deep think. Red, uh, Tenembre is like his yellow one. Phenomena is blue. You know, it's like all the colors, right? So, no, Phenomena is purple. Purple? I think all so. Right. I'll give you purple. The blue one. I remember blue more, but uh, I'm also probably blue. colorblind. But <laughs> but yeah, I think I agree. Deep Red would probably be a good, a good one. entry point to or just, 70s Euro. Or horror. zombie. I mean, for full team, yeah. definitely zombie. And then try your luck at the Beyond. Yeah, the Beyond. If you if you don't like eyes and spiders, you're going to have a problem. <laughs> I was pretty excited that we got the walkouts. I wish people would have enjoyed it enough to I kind of wish it. people would have been like talking shit as they walked out. Like It would have oh, been funny yeah, to we, hear someone were, be like, it, yeah, yeah, we didn't get anybody. No one got angry. They, they were, were all done. recoiling. Yeah, <laughs> they were, they were just, retreating. They were escaping from, the from it. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've never gotten that. I've never gotten anybody being like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, exactly. We don't go to enough film festivals. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, but I was just I I was so shocked by the walkouts. It's so great that people uh, people can get there. That a sure. movie can can still like offend, you know. I kind of like people getting offended by by art, so it's fun seeing right? that. And it's a little something, yeah. It's, it gave it, it, it kind of gave the movie a little extra charge, you know. This kind of feeling of like, oh, people are not responding, <laughs> yeah, people are universally not responding to, this. to this thing, yeah, you know, because art is supposed to be, uh, you know, and a, a lot of people don't like Evil Dead, right? A lot of right? people think that's maybe trash or, or oh, definitely. Uh, you know, it's kind of the way that. Uh, Maniac inspired oh, walkouts. Geez. There was probably some walkouts when I saw Maniac. I just didn't notice it. I could see that, but uh, it gets it's pretty violent. Something like pretty that, mean. where if you stick with it and uh, get to it, man, the end of Maniac, one of the great oh, horror yeah. endings of the all end time. Of the beyond. It's the end of the beyond. Fun, it's such a fun same journey. way that if you can make it through, you're rewarded with this really cool piece of art that yeah. you're not supposed to understand every single second. You're not supposed to be hand fed a plot. Sure. You're Actually, just supposed to experience the f- terror and the. This is this is a perfect way to wrap this. One of the things Mark Borchardt said when I saw him uh, mm. talking about Coven, somebody asked him about uh, the ending, like so you know does so and so die and that kind of thing, and he went off <laughs> and just being like everybody just needs to have everything told to them and and it's. He's like, it's the worst. Everybody needs to be spoon-fed all this bullshit. <laughs> He's just like go. taking it out. This one. It's like, sometimes it's great to not know. What's so wrong with not knowing? Right. Like, why do we got to know everything? It's like, man, this guy this guy's an a-hole, but this guy is smart. <laughs> this guy knows what's up. He's not wrong. And it's true. Like, there's a lot of stuff that in Beyond that's probably total BS. 
It's total bullshit. <laughs> but oh, is that what you meant by BS? A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a fun little ride in a group of people that uh, cool ride chose to be there on a Thursday. Yeah. So yeah, hard to hard to say if I'd want to go revisit it so right soon. now. Um, it's playing again, but uh, man, it's uh, it's a ride. It's definitely a ride. Get there. Get to the beyond. Uh, thanks yeah. for listening to us. Thank you for listening. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. It came to this.